Welcome to the Spirit-Led Discipleship Podcast. I'm Nate Harkness, and I am not sure what I'm going to talk to you about today, but I know it's going to be good um, because we are following the Holy Spirit's leading in recording a podcast, and we don't totally know what's going to come out. But one thing that was definitely on my heart to share with you uh, was uh, the need to grow in our hunger to experience God's presence all the time. Uh, I was really challenged this week. I've had a crazy week um, in the Holy Spirit realm. I've had good days and hard days, uh, painful days. uh, And it feels like in some ways there's a jumbling of many things in my life. Uh, that are creating opportunities for um, healing, but not without a lot of craziness and chaos and pain. Um, In the midst of all the jumbling, some of my uh, hour-to-hour practice of God's presence has, um, has been also chaotic. And some days I haven't done it, and some days I have. I always feel God's presence in a tangible way at some point or another, um, in fact, I'm going to celebrate with you guys um, in a week from now. I think a week from today uh, will be my fifth anniversary, my, first, my fifth rebirth day in experiencing God's tangible presence every single day, uh, which I never thought would happen. And that's very exciting. But on this sort of fifth anniversary time, um, there seems to be like a re- uh, shifting and a re-jumbling of priorities. But one thing I don't want to lose, um, seasons may change and priorities may shift, but one thing I want to keep at the forefront is the goodness of Jesus and the importance of remaining connected with him. I never ever want to outgrow that. I want to press deeper into that. I want to be more constantly connected, not less. Um, I, I don't ever want to get bored with the Spirit-filled life. I don't ever want to, um, to say, okay, I did that for a few years and that was nice, and now I'm going to graduate to <laughs> what, operating by the flesh again? Uh, I don't think so. So um, I've had uh, at least one day this week in which I experimented with just uh, not being very intentional in my relationship with God. And I felt him say, that's, that's actually really dangerous. Um, you shouldn't do that. Um, you should consistently, every hour, even if it's only for one minute, uh, look into my eyes and remember that I'm here, that I love you, and that I'm with you. And that is possible in its life. Um, I had a phone call this week with a woman who I don't know, but through a friend had heard about me and asked the Lord to give her a word for me. She wrote down the most stunning prophetic word, uh, one of the most stunning prophetic words I've ever received. And she had no idea how impactful it was to me. Um, 
as I was uh, <laughs> talking with her the, the other day and getting to know her uh, after this word was given, um, she found out that I was somebody that practiced God's presence every day. And she said, wow, can I have that? Can I have that? Can I experience that too? And I said, yes, you can experience that. Um, and she was so eager and so hungry because she's somebody who's just starting down this spirit-led adventure and God talks to her, but she doesn't really know how clearly God talks to her um, yet. And as she's kind of coming out of a crazy season of her life um, with a lot of pain and a lot of chaos, she is saying, wow, what I'm really most hungry for is the experience of closeness to God uh, in my daily life. And I think I, man, I wish we were all as hungry as she is uh, for life in the spirit. The, the fact is we are comfortable and uh, our lives work well enough and we get used to our lives. And we don't even think about experiencing God as something that is going to be so life-giving and so helpful to us in our daily life. So that when things aren't going well, we don't know how to access his presence. So she asked me many questions about um, how, how do you get to God? Like, how do you experience him? How do you find him? And how did this start for you? And a lot of that I, I already shared in my story. But I, I, I told her that uh, when I had a shift in which I started experiencing God every day, it was because I had a shift of belief. Um, I went from believing that God sovereignly chooses to connect with some people at certain times and not at others, um, to believing that God always wants to connect with people in a way that is tangible and experienceable by them, experiential by that person in the ways that they um, understand and can comprehend, um, whether it's through physical touch or through words or through, um, you know, inner uh, warmth and assurance, um, through a, a gift of faith. Um, however, God wants to connect with that person, um, He always wants to, and He wants to do it more and more because He wants to be known by us. Um, and if there's something in the way, it's on our end and not God's. And that feels, to some people, a little shamey and blamey. Uh, like you're saying it's my fault that God's that I don't feel God. Um, well, not exactly. Because the source of our blockage could be any number of things which uh, may be or may not be uh, within the scope of our awareness and volition. Um, however, that doesn't mean that they're not on our ends. It is on our end. It may be a false belief system. It may be a... A generational pattern, it may be a specific uh, sin decision, um, or it could just be an emotional um, uh, mindset or temperament. I know for me, one of the main blockages to my relationship with God was um, what's what some people, what psychologists might call a disorganized attachment style, uh, a belief system that God may be here for me today and not for there for me tomorrow. So I had an insecure attachment to God. I didn't know that God was always there with me. 
And when I started to experience daily just physical warmth and tingling in my bodies, and that's, I don't want to make too much of, of uh, tingling or uh, physical sensations because different people do experience God in different ways. But I, I will say that, that that for me was just a physical manifestation of an inner reality um, that, that I could sense God with me. And when I started sensing God with me multiple times a day, um, sometimes as often as three or four hours without stopping, um, a couple of times for multiple days without stopping, uh, man, that changed my life. That was like, um, that was the thing that changed my experience of the Christian life more than anything else because suddenly I had choices and I had resources outside of myself. Um, and, and so when I encountered thought patterns, sin patterns, um, emotional brokenness, I was able to say, well, that's okay. I'm connected to a God of limitless possibilities. And I would bet that he has help and resources for me in this situation. And time after time after time, although it wasn't always instantaneous, but it was consistent, time after time, God was there with resources, with ideas, with wisdom, with connections, um, but for my healing, for my empowerment, for my life. And, uh, and it was a total game changer. And I'm still practicing it today because there's new frontiers um, in which I have thought in the past, man, this pattern in my life will never, ever move. And God is saying, why not? God is saying, why can't I jumble this all up and make a new pattern in your life? Why can't you walk out of fear and, and practice faith like a shield um, against all the lies that are coming against you? And I'm going, yeah, you're right, God. You can totally change me again from the inside out. And so, um, so there's always new frontiers to that journey. But I found that there was resources outside of myself uh, for changes that I needed to make in my life. And so that was good news. Suddenly, the gospel of Christ in me was not just some legal or esoteric reality of, wow, you know, um, I'm going to heaven when I die. Uh, it was actually a, a power source within me that was not from me uh, that enabled me to do things that I could not do. And so um, this woman I was talking to this week was just hungry for that because she hears from God. And probably a lot of you guys are like that. You hear from God, um, you experience God, but there's a missing piece that would unlock the ability to hear from God and to experience God anytime you want. Because I believe that that's God's heart for us. I believe that if we are willing to believe him um, for his presence and believe him for his activity in our lives, um, that doesn't mean that we get to call the shots and we get to always define the exact manner and content of our experience of him. But uh, So we're not controlling God. We are simply opening ourselves to uh, the heart of God, which is to always encounter us. And so I think as we do that, we find, man, uh, doors of opportunity just opening. So I heard that in my friend's voice. And I just, I just wanted to say in public, that is like 
that's the kind of person that I want to talk to and that's what the kind of person I want to pray with and you know walk alongside because that was me um, that was that was where I was at just longing for someone anyone to give me practical tools to that would unlock this experience that people talk about of being able to not just know God and experience him once in a while, but to uh, know him on ever deeper levels and experience him like anytime, day or night. So after five years, I still believe that's possible. I think that's possible for you. I don't think it depends on your uh, particular temperament uh, or your personality style or your Enneagram. Uh, I believe that God wants to be experienced by all people because he made all people in his image. So we're all various expressions of his personality and his image. And so he wants to encounter all of us. So that's it. Just an encouragement. Uh, we're not going to do an exercise today, but I wanted to encourage you. You can experience God. And I, and I hope that just listening to these stories um, stirs a hunger in you uh, to to know God deeper and to walk with him deeper because he made the way through Jesus. Uh, Jesus was the ultimate reconciler between God and man. Uh, before Jesus, we went through priests and sacrifices and uh, religious uh, ceremonies and things of that nature, but none of those things were ever designed to last. They all pointed to Jesus, who is the mediator of a new covenant between God and man so that we might not only have peace with God, but that we might know God and enjoy union with God. Um, that's the goal of the Christian life, is, is union with God and, and total um, submission to his kingdom authority and rule uh, in a way that is tangible to the world around us, um, bringing other people into the knowledge of God as well. Um, in fact, Jesus says, if you want to know what eternal life is, it's not um, a cloud in the sky where you get to sit on and play in a, play in a harp one day. It's uh, actually... Um, eternal life is knowing God and knowing Jesus, who God sent. So, um, yeah, he also said he who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son does not have life. So um, I've experienced life, and I don't know much, but I know that, and I hope that you experience life too. I pray that God would release um, whatever it is that's blocking, um, not just an experience of him, but a daily hour by hour, moment by moment, experience of his loving, living, interactive presence um, that would totally change your life uh, from the inside out. God bless you. Have a great day.